everyone, and welcome to 2021, and also welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 217, entitled Predictions for 2021. We're going to go there tonight. We're going to try our best and uh, and see what we can predict for the coming year. Um, and we'll, we'll also have a little fun uh, going over our last year's predictions and see how bad we did. Uh, but... Uh, uh, if you guys are new to the podcast, just know that this is all about Nintendo. We're a bunch of Nintendo fans, and we just love talking about Nintendo with you guys. It's an interactive podcast, so if you're tuning in live in the uh, on YouTube right now, you can uh, join us all in the chat. Uh, love to just hear what you guys have to say about any of the, the things that we talk about, the news stories, but also your predictions as well. Um, but uh as far as introductions, my name is Steve, and I am, of course, not just here by myself. I'm also joined by Barry. Hey, Barry. Happy New Year. Hey, Steve. Happy New Year, and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And we're also joined by Greg. Hey, Greg. How's uh, your New Year going so far? So far, so good. Uh, just wish it was a little bit better than uh, it almost feels like last year when it was things were normal, but... Not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> things were uh, normal, yes. Back in back in the 2020, early 2020, when things were uh, normal. Yeah, anyway. uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, as Jakester has uh, pointed out so uh, so awesomely in the chat already, that uh, yes, uh, we we coordinated tonight, uh, not on purpose at all. Uh, if you're watching the video version, you realize that we all wear Zelda shirts today. Uh, it's just because sometimes we just think alike, and uh, I guess we all we were all doing that this morning. So, hey, you know what? Today's the day for a Zelda shirt. Uh, so, uh, again, uh, if you are joining us live, we'd love to hear uh, what your thoughts are on anything that we talk about tonight. Uh, and if you are watching after the fact or listening after the fact, uh, be sure to throw a comment uh, down in the, the comment section here on YouTube, or you can uh, leave us a, a message, shoot us a message on uh, social media, or join our Discord. We'd love to, to just keep that conversation rolling in there. Um, again, we, uh, we we did take off uh, the last couple of weeks uh, for kind of a holiday break and everything. So we're going to play probably a little catch up tonight, uh, but also focus a lot on our our predictions as well. Um, but uh, yeah, before we, we jump into any of the news, any predictions, all that stuff, let's talk about what we've been playing as usual. And uh, yeah, we have a we have a few weeks to catch up on. So I know we've got more games probably than we've been playing on a usual week to week basis. Uh, but uh, what have you been playing, Barry? Oh, you're starting me, huh? I, I figured am. you would you would, you would you would go to to, to the beast Greg first. Uh yes, uh I'm not I'm not the leader uh this week, which is fine. I, or this this <laughs> cast I should say. I can't even say week. Uh it's been a while. Uh, so yeah, Animal Crossing, I spent a lot of time actually during the break there because there's the new recipes from balloons, there was the new recipes from the holiday event Toy Day, there was new recipes from the snowmen. There was just a lot of events and new recipes to get, and I managed to get them all and build that perfect snowman every day. Oh, I hate that. It's you so, finally got so... one? I still haven't gotten one. Oh, yeah. I got, of I've course, I haven't tried every day either, though. So, uh, Yeah, I did the 20 of them. I got all the recipes, enough large snowflakes, but uh, infuriating. But it was, it was kind of a daily thing, um, keeping up. 
Uh, I played a little Smash Brothers, uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. We had, you know, a new character came out, so I played that and did the, the challenge. Uh, new spirits, collected all the spirits. And then on top of that, there's, I think it's still going on right now, if I'm, or it just ended, uh, the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity has a spirit event with three new spirits. I'm not sure when that ends, so it could have either ended or is about to end, but I went ahead and, and got those three new spirits. Uh, I was really, you know, I'm looking forward. Next month is Ease 9, so I'm like, I'm really in the mood. Uh, but I wanted to start and, and just play another game in anticipation, so I did Ease Origin. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. Quick. It's a quick, I mean, it's under 10 hours. Uh, Zelda-like, you know, just like the Ease games, RPG. Uh, a lot of fun. I love the graphics. It reminds me of the old PS1 style, like pseudo 3D, but still sprite graphics. Uh, just, just a blast. And then on the PS4, I decided to, you know, I, I was thinking about doing it, and especially after the Game Awards, I decided to do Ghost of Tsushima. Hmm. And boy, is that game awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know what to truly expect, but it is a fun open world game. I did, I didn't 100% it. I did, but I did everything on the maps. Like I did 100% the maps. I wasn't going to. I just had so much fun doing them, like all the different stuff, all the different activities. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't find like all the records and stuff like that, but I did complete the story, and I absolutely do recommend that game. And uh, last year I did a lot of marathons. That was one of my things. I was like, you know, I, there were two marathons though I didn't fit in. You know, I did last year I did like Cold Steel. I did the Uncharted games. I did the Life is Strange games. I did some Mario marathons and like stuff like Cat Quest. Um, this year, I, well, two of the series that I did want to do. One was Yakuza, so I'm still daunting at that task. That's going to be a big one. But the other one was Devil May Cry. And I, I didn't get to fit it in. So I'm like, you know what? I've got January. I don't really have any new games coming out January that I'm excited for. Uh, so I figured I'd start it. And uh, I did the first three games, and I just started the fourth one. And uh, they, uh, they're fun, but they haven't exactly aged the most gracious uh, with those wonderful uh, pre-rendered backgrounds and static cameras and the semi-tank kind of controls in the first one where... Where I'm used to like the fluidness of like bayonetta and just being able to roll and dodge and do witch time and uh, you could do some of that by holding R1 and then pushing the jump button and to the left and right. It's really weird. Um, Devil, Devil May Cry 2 and 3 actually kind of rectified that and now Devil May Cry 4 uh, seems to go backwards and it goes back to the Devil May Cry 1. Uh, formula, which is kind of weird for me. Hmm. Um, but overall, I mean, the stories are nonsense. I'll tell you that. Like, the, just you play it for the action, do not play it for the story. Um, difficult, uh, and I am playing it on the easiest settings, but it, it can be difficult. But I'm enjoying it, and I, I do plan to finish the series. I actually found out there's an anime, so I just ordered the anime because hmm. when I do a marathon, I like to absorb myself in all of it. Like, Life is Strange, I got the comic books and I read the comics as well. Like, I just really like to marathon everything i can about it um the ps5 i played a little Sackboy, which was the other launch title i did pick up um very much reminds me of yoshi crafted world uh you know the, just the level structure and the the kind of fun family friendly whimsical mm -hmm. um a very very good game uh, you know not like mario quality but but definitely better than a lot of other platformers out there but i, I haven't finished that one yet uh, then on the PC, I'm still doing Final Fantasy 14. There was a big update while we were gone. Uh, big update. So added a ton of new stuff, new raid, new story. 
uh, lots of new content. And so I've been spending a lot of time in that game, uh, not only doing that content, but also talking with the wonderful people that I play with. Uh, and then on mobile, Dragalia has been having some great content come out and some wonderful events and, and a lot of, you know, less stamina used for, for a lot of, uh, dungeons. So I've been spamming dungeons, uh, leaving it on overnight. And then they just announced a Persona 5 Strikers combo or, or, uh, or collaboration. So, you know, I just did Persona 5 last year and loved it. Now I'm like, all right, this is great because now I know these characters and I know what to expect and, and I'm really looking forward to that. And then I'm still playing Mario Kart Tour. Um, you know, getting my butt kicked, actually. A lot of great players are, are competing with me and the, the uh, tournament ends tonight and I am not in the place I want to be. Um, so I do have to do some work after this, but uh, I'm still having fun with that game. It's just a lot of fun. Hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, Jake's just, uh, he says that uh, Dave would be proud of you for uh, doing Yakuza, Barry. Um, yes, yes, I know he wants me to. <laughs> I, I plan to this year. I don't know if that's going to be one that I do like back-to-back. Like Devil yeah. May Cry, I'm doing back-to-back. They're 10-hour they're games, so it's not that terrible. Mm-hmm. But like Yakuza's are 50-60. And I, I did it with like the Cold Steel because the story was they continued on uh i might do that i might take breaks i don't know february is yeah. going to be a really big month though yeah so do the yakuza games carry on is there a common storyline or is it just a separate i think thing? so okay. i think there is a common storyline so uh, is is literally eight games <laughs> you know to play through it's a lot uh or, or maybe more <laughs> nine with judgment so it's like oh my god so that that's what i mean it's like a, that's a daunting task and i might break it up i don't know uh, it depends yeah. on how the rest of the year goes. I will tell you this: February is packed. Like February, I'm not having like any breaks at all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah, speaking of, uh, oh, speaking of, of Dave, Dave, there he is. Yes, there. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'll uh, say, Jakester also said that uh, he finished his first run of uh, Trials of Mana and finished Act One of Dragon Quest XI and did the Smash and Tetris '99 um, and the usual FGO and Genshin Impact. So that's cool. Uh, Greg, what have you been up to over the last few weeks? All the, uh, All right. the games you've been I mean, playing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this will be stretch a little bit for this one. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, this will be probably the most anyone's ever heard me talk in like <laughs> the longest period of time ever. <laughs> All right. First things first. Uh, Animal Crossing. I'm still playing that a lot um did log in for toy day and i still did i did actually did the new year's countdown and just been doing the general general winter items like collecting the recipes as barry said and building snowmen um i guess he just has to get good on building snowmen because i most of mine have been perfect so far so not to brag or anything i'm done already i did my 20 i'm good i think i only have like one or two left i just haven't been playing it daily so it's why? Because you'll see from the rest of the items on this list. See, I've also been playing I, probably the least amount of this game on this list is Super Mario 3D. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. I was, did a few more Shine Collection. And that was a little bit right after like our last podcast around that time. Other than that, I haven't really touched that game in a while. Here's a brand new entry and my first time playing the game. Um, I need to preface this part of the my games played section is... My daughter told her um, kindergarten class that her daddy was going to teach her all the Mario games over Christmas break. <laughs> so nice. you'll, you'll be hearing a lot of Mario and just about every single title that I list from here on out. Okay, so 
First one I have, next one I've listed is Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. She saw this one on there. She's seen like rabbit cartoons on YouTube for kids and was like, hey, this looks like fun. This is a Mario game. So then we kicked it up and we started playing the first like world, like world one in there. So that was kind of fun. That was my first time even seeing the game and it actually looks kind of fun. And I might actually continue that playthrough further on once uh, I get a little bit more time or wrap up other games. That's very much remind me of Codename Steam, which is just like a game you kind of like hide behind obstacles and shoot at enemies. And that game wasn't too bad. I didn't, I didn't really like the characters in that one and kind of the off the wall stuff there. But I feel like the, from what I've seen of Mario and Rabbids, this looks a lot more fun and up my alley. All right, then we also have uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We've kind of discovered the co-op online mode and we've actually beaten a few people, but mostly get our butts kicked for the most part. We've been playing with a two-on-two team. So I've been actually playing Ultimate for extended period of time, not just a little bit of that. Um, she actually did get her switch from Santa. So we, um, I didn't move over any of my save data. So we've, I've been replaying the World of Light on hers to help her unlock all the characters, spare time there. We also dipped into Yoshi's Crafted world a little bit more and got a few more gems on her profile. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3, she was telling me she wanted me to get out of the pyramid level on, on floor 10, I think it was, because she was kind of scared of the traps and the ceiling that kind of falls down on you with the spikes on it. And you have like two seconds to like complete like weighing all these different items on like a scale and some like other sand traps and stuff in there. For Christmas, she also got Super Mario Party. Um, I've never played it before. And then we've been playing a ton of that. We've already unlocked all the characters and all the mini games and got like all five of the gems. So we've been doing a ton of mini games and different boards there. Also for Christmas, she got Mario Tennis Aces. So that's another game I barely touched and had a lot of fun kind of seeing different character specials. Um, I think we only unlocked like one character there. Or, no, you actually don't unlock characters there. It's only one arena because I guess aces, you just get the full roster off the bat, even all those limited characters they had over the launch period. Mm -hmm. And then now we can move on to another console. So now we're on to Wii U. So it's chronologically back backwards. <laughs> so um, we went to a disc replay and actually picked up Mario Tennis Ultra Smash for Christmas, obviously. So we were kind of practicing Mario Tennis, what it was like on Wii U, and that was certainly an interesting experience to say the least because I know that game didn't review very well and it actually turned out better than I thought. I mean, I know it's like a generic, like one course kind of thing with different coats of paint on it, but it was actually kind of fun just having like the different smash moves. You can use like mega mushroom to get super huge and like just overpower the enemies really quickly. So that's, was kind of fun there to play that for the first time. And we've also, probably mentioned this one on the previous podcast, but we also did more Mario, Super Mario 3D World. We absolutely love that, and now we're very um, eagerly waiting for Bowser's Fury Edition on Switch, which I think she's saving up some of her Christmas and birthday money to try to get it pre-ordered soon. Now we go on to Wii. We're still continuing Mario, Par Mario Party 9. That's our favorite one here, so we still play some more maps and more mini-games there, and it's Still fun time to head with her. Still more Mario Kart Wii. Still at fun playing around with the battle mode and stuff just between us and 
few computers. Now we're on to GameCube. She found a Super Mario Superstar Baseball. I didn't really show her that the first time on the GameCube just because I figured it was kind of more advanced for her, but she was actually kind of starting to learn the batting technique a bit faster than I thought. So you're playing around with the toy field and also like the challenge mode to start unlocking a few of the characters. I don't know what happened to my save data that I had previously when I had played it. Couldn't find it. And then we move on to mobile. Just was Fire Emblem Heroes still ongoing. Um, I did play a ton of Mario Kart Tour over the break. I've just decided like, uh, last day or two to kind of just retire it out, not having too much fun where I feel like it's worth uh, continuing on and I would just be stopping from this point forward. Just kind of unnecessary grind of trying to complete tours and there's always players that seem like they always have all the better characters and rank a lot higher and a lot quicker. So sorry to say, I think it might be my last time having Mario Kart Tour on the uh, podcast. <laughs> nice. Wow. Um, that's, that's that's a lot. You sure you shouldn't leave anything out? <laughs> I probably just like stuff that was like only a few seconds worth like a minutes of time but right <laughs> all nice nice uh let's see um oh and jakester also said he mentioned uh in the chat that he went back to splatoon 2 as well um i need to go back to splatoon 2 at some point but uh yeah what have i been playing i've been playing uh played some animal crossing not nearly as much as you guys did um i kind of forgot about some of the things i i took part in like the the new year stuff and and some of the the winter activities and things like that but i've definitely not uh been playing every day it's it's kind of like maybe a once a week kind of check-in uh sort of thing now it's kind of lost that appeal that i need to go back to all the time because i'm not collecting everything thing 100%. And so it's kind of just a, you know, check in and, and play it for a little bit and then I move on. Um, but I uh, did get back to that. Um, played some Super Smash Brothers Ultimate as well. Um, not since the the new character came out, which we'll talk about in just a little bit, um, played before that, but then kind of um, haven't gotten around to, uh, to playing that yet. Um, so excited about eventually getting around and playing him. Um, of course, some Rocket League. Uh, that's been spending a lot of my time uh, over over the break, um, and played some Jackbox, some more Jackbox. Um, I think I mentioned this after our thanks, like around the Thanksgiving time when I played uh, the new one. I think it's Pack Seven. I think is what it is. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the new one. We we spent more of more time in like three, four, and five uh, era um, than we did the brand new one. Because um, I think mostly there's some. There's some good games in seven, but I think it's more for people that are playing in the same space. And so when I was playing online with friends and family over the holiday break, uh, it just there's not too many games that you can really play uh, well online um, and, and streaming and stuff like that. Uh, but then let's see. Uh, yeah, the other game other than other than uh, Rocket League, the, the game that I spent the most time with over the break was Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, I talked about this in our game of the year episode, huge fan of that game. And the more I played it over break, the more and more, I just really, really am enjoying it. It's a fantastic game. Looks amazing. And, uh, yeah, still having a lot of fun with it. Um, and, uh, yeah, still highly recommend it as well. Uh, all right, cool. So as we mentioned already, 
uh, we've been gone for the holiday break. And and as some of you guys uh, that are listening and watching, maybe you don't really celebrate the holidays uh, as much. Um, but uh, one of the things that does happen during the holidays is we have a lot of sales and things go you know, on sale and there's really good deals to get and things like that. So we thought we'd kind of just go over quickly maybe uh, some, of, some of our holiday hauls, if you will, uh, some gifts we got or things we picked up over the, uh, the holiday season um, that we're really excited about. So uh, Greg, how about you go first? So first up in my hands is this uh, little fun device that came out in November, the Game & Watch Super Mario Brothers Edition. So it's that special anniversary edition that's a clock that also plays Mario 1 and Lost Levels. I did play around with it a little bit. It kind of awkward because I feel like it's kind of small. This is even smaller than I was thinking it was going to be. So I don't know. It was still pretty fun to get. So nice collector's piece to have around for display and maybe even play it a little bit from time to time. Uh, next up, we'll go to some games really quick. I also finally got my copy of Hyrule Warriors. So Age of Calamity, haven't even opened it yet. <laughs> also got uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Again, nice. haven't opened it. Wish to play that also very soon. And then... Something that I'm definitely not going to go into, take every single thing out. Let's see, I also got a number of these Legos. <laughs> Actually, but for the Legos. <laughs> so there's the starter course, and I got Yoshi thing. A um, number of other things, like, so here's like Yoshi's house. So, yeah, I have it all in the little pre-section, just organized in this uh, box, just to for safekeeping, I don't know what, where to put them, or I don't think we have the space to have it all out on display. But yeah, that's some of the main things I got for Christmas. Cool, cool. Barry, what'd you end up picking up or getting? Uh, yeah, so uh, in terms of sales, I think covered a little bit in Black Friday. I got just got you know some deals from like Square Enix at a sale and, and Bandai Namco at a sale. Um, that was virtually it. Um, I did not open up a single gift on Christmas, um, and that's fine because uh, I talked about it before, but I have a picture, I guess, if you can see. Uh, the gift that my wife and I got ourselves, that is uh, our 75-inch 8K TV, nice. um, which we decided to upgrade with the sound bar for our, our living room to, to have for our entertainment center. And that beast, we figured at that point, that, that was a gift for ourselves, a joint gift. And there would be no other gifts. Uh, I did get a Rise of the Tomb or uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider for Xbox One because she is going through Rise now, and I, I figured ah, I'd get that as a gift um, for her. And she was like, you know what? What the heck? I, I'm not gonna get you anything. I'm like, don't worry about it. Um, but but it was one of those things where, you know, to me, you know, with with kids, I feel it's it's more important and more special. And as adults, where we buy ourselves whatever we want we don't necessarily have to wait exactly till christmas uh it just i feel like and it's the adult to me like upgrade part of the house like oh yeah we, we you know we got a new deck like that's our christmas present you know we got a new stove that's our christmas present uh i guess that's a sign of getting older <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah i feel like that's how i was last year uh but uh this year i i ended up getting a lot not only did i 
did I end up getting several like gaming related gifts from family members, but, uh, but also found some good deals afterwards. So one of the things that you guys can't see right now, I posted in our discord, I got a new uh, desk and uh, it's, it's technically a, a gaming desk. I don't know what that really means, but it's it's officially a gaming desk. Um, <laughs> but it's really nice. I enjoy it. It's a little bigger than my old one. Um, but then, let's see. I, I got a ton of stuff. I'm going to run through it real quick. Um, of course, got some eShop cards, so that's exciting. Um, my wife got me these. This is this is pretty cool. They're like Nintendo NES coasters. Um, so they're that's kind of cool. Just uh, we'll probably like you know, use them in my office and everything. Um, so that's fun. I got both the Mario and Luigi mini ornaments. I think I had the the Mario one. I got uh, I showed up before, but I also got the Luigi one. Um, got the next in the uh, the uh, cabinet um, ornament thing with Joust. So that's that's cool. Um, still missing Donkey Kong. Um, if anybody wants to buy that for me for the like the nine hundred dollars that it costs right now, that'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> and then ended up getting uh, the Yoshi ornament, uh, the Mario Kart Yoshi ornament as well. Um, that was cool. I showed off this before. I think the Zelda cartridge ornament. So tons of ornaments this year. Um, also ended up getting uh, for an Xbox game. Got Star Wars Squadrons. And then ended up uh, also getting Spider-Man for PS4. So pretty excited to play both of those games soon. Um, another haul that I made myself, and I didn't realize these were coming out until I was walking through Target one day. And I'll just say, guys, I have a problem. I have a problem with Mario Kart Hot Wheels. Because now they have the ones with the gliders and of course, I had to get all of them as well. So uh, yeah, I have Yoshi, Mario, Toad, and Bowser uh, for all the Mario Kart Hot Wheels with the gliders. I have a friend, uh, one of my best friends, uh, sent me this. This is really cool. I have six of these. I'm not going to show them all off, uh, but they're the patents for, they're like uh, the Game Boy, the SNES controller, the SNES, the N64 controller, and the and the N64 itself, the Wii controller. Um, yeah, so they're all like, they're all photoed and everything, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna put those on my wall pretty soon. So that's pretty exciting. And uh, this is a purchase that I found on sale that I'm really, really excited about. Uh, Guys, I finally have a master sword. So, nice. so that's really, really exciting. And yeah, it was I walked by we went to the to the mall, which was crazy because I haven't been to a, a mall in like a year. Um, but uh one of the stores was was doing a sale and I was on their on their swords and I was like, Hey, do you happen to have a master sword? And uh he's like, Oh yeah, I got one right here. I'm like Mm, and that's on sale too. And so he's like, yeah, you want it? I'm like, I need to go talk to my wife, but I'll be back. <laughs> and and she's like, you know what? You got some extra money for Christmas. Go have fun. <laughs> I was like, yes. Finally Did got you get my the sword. shield too? No, I didn't get the shield. I, I decided to just, just play it safe just with the, uh, just with the, the sword this time. But it's right. a two-handed sword then? <laughs> uh, the bigger on sword. Sure. Sure. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, a shield with a bigger answer. They have a nicer one uh, that they were sold out with, but this one, I, I'm pretty happy with this one. I mean, it's it's a solid metal sword. Um, you know, of course, it's not 
you know, sharpened or anything like that. But, um, but the, the tip is pretty still, you know, pointy and, um, could probably poke someone really bad, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about my, my, uh, my sword now that I've been, uh, one, one for a long time. So yeah. Uh, let's see. It's gotta be where when he starts asking for sharpening stones. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, let's see. Um, Dave said he, he picked up, uh, no more heroes and Pac-Man championship edition two. Uh, he held back a little bit this year. Uh, Jakester also got Minecraft Dungeons, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Lego Incredibles, and Nino Kuni. And let's see. Uh, it looks like, yeah, looks like that's what you guys uh, got this year. So that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, keep uh, letting us know if there's anything you guys left out, things you picked up of the holiday season or got as gifts. Uh, kind of show them off. Feel free to post pictures and stuff like that in our Discord as well. Um, it's kind of just cool uh, to you know enjoy each other's gifts and see what see what we got and what we picked up and everything. So. Um, Let's move in to a little bit of news. Um, and uh, we we do want to, like, tonight, uh, the goal in this episode is to spend a, a good chunk of the time with predictions. So this is a lot of news. We're just going to say ahead of time, we're probably not going to spend nearly as much time on it as you would like us to. Uh, we've got to keep it moving a little bit. So, um, but we do want to you know, know your thoughts about it uh, here live as well. So make sure you you do respond if, if you got some thoughts around this. Uh, but we're going to kind of hit hit this stuff, move through it pretty quick, uh, a lot quicker than we normally do, uh, just so we can keep it moving. But anyway, uh, today we got some news about a a uh, little game that's coming out soon called uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Uh, so that game's coming out, uh, in just a few, I, I, I'd say a few weeks. Um, it's a couple months, but a few weeks, uh, from now. Um, and couple months. Uh, it's next actually, month. is it next month? <laughs> yes. Yeah, next month. Yeah. It's February. It's like it a, is February. For some month reason, month. I thought it was, I thought it was March, but, uh, I guess it is February. Um, and we got a, well, like a two minute trailer this morning, uh, that showed off a little bit of Bowser's Fury. Not a lot. Um, we basically found out that uh, we have this gigantic uh, Bowser, and uh, and of course, to combat a gigantic Bowser, you have to have Bowser Jr. on your side, and you have to become a gigantic Cat Mario. Um, so yeah, I, that's that's about all we really found out, right? I mean. Not a whole lot more than that, uh, but we also got word that uh, there's going to be a new Nintendo Switch Special Edition uh, that's going to be coming out um, really soon, I believe on February 12th as well. Uh, still the same price at $299, um, but includes kind of a re the red and Mario, or the red and blue Mario scheme. Uh, there's also uh, a, a carrying case as well. And we found out that the Cat Mario and Cat Peach uh, Amiibo are going to launch that same day. And, uh, yeah, I believe, is it right that you can now pick up the, uh, the Banjo and Kazooie Amiibo as well? Is that, is that correct? It went up for pre-order. Pre-order. Okay. So, so yeah, Bowser's Fury, new Switch, uh, special edition, the Amiibo and everything. Uh, what do you guys think, uh, about this real quick? Barry, what do you think? Uh, I had no idea what to expect with Bowser's Fury. Uh, that trailer was awesome. It looks like an open world Mario, but then 
Bowser attacks out of nowhere, so it's almost like the Blood Moon, probably randomness of uh, like like Breath of the Wild, except now you have to deal with a ginormous Bowser attacking you. And my only fear is if it's like this open world, it looks like there was those items to collect. Um, like maybe let's say there's like 50 of them somewhere, and you just got to find them. And periodically Bowser shows up, and you have to run back to that bell to become Super Saiyan Mario. Um, my only fear is that's going to get old. Mm. Like at first it's going to be, Oh my God, this is cool. But like, you're going to be like so close to getting one of those. It's really difficult. And suddenly Bowser shows up and you can't get it because Bowser is attacking you. So you have to lose all your progress and run back over to the bell and turn into a cat and do that fight. And that fight could be really cool and a lot of fun. But if you have to do it like 20, 30, 40 times in a playthrough just to run around and, you know, have fun with the, the mode, it's going to get old. It's going to be, oh, i got to do this again. And uh, that's my fear. And if that's the case, I hope you can turn that off just to explore. Because like, that was one of my issues with, like, Starlink, where I was having a lot of fun. And then, oh, nope, they sent back to this planet. i got to go back there and take out those enemies the same way, you know. It, it, when, when a game becomes tedious, it loses its fun. And I don't like to think of the word tedious with Mario. So I'm really hoping I'm wrong. And, and I'm, I think the trailer was great and I have high hopes and I do plan to enjoy this and at least play it. Whether I 100% this mode or not really depends on how annoying this Bowser battle is or, or how frequent that <laughs> happens. Right, right. Yeah, Greg, what do you think about uh, all this news? I was definitely very impressed. Like I had me. And my daughter watched the trailer together, and she even wanted to like watch it like more times after that. So um, it looked really fun to me. It kind of reminded me a lot of Super Mario Odyssey. So you're kind of just going around collecting those little cat tokens that could be all over the place. Um, I didn't really get that kind of vibe that Barry did with Bowser repeatedly like attacking. I think that would, might have just been more the ending sequence to trigger the final fight. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it could be something like that. I guess after. Having heard his ideas on it, could be that awesome battle that everyone loves from Skyward Sword. We just have to keep doing the same boss over and over again and going to the same spot. So, really hope that's not the case. But to me, it kind of seemed like it was maybe that was just more the showdown with Bowser after he plucked all those or mm. the minimal amount of cat tokens that you need. So, yeah, yes, yeah. hoping where it is and it looks fun. And we're, as I said, in my other games, the I played. We're pretty much going to be trying to pre-order this as soon as possible. Cool, cool. You gonna pick up the uh, the extra another switch as well? <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> Don't need another third switch or carrying case or anything like that. Nice. It is tempting for sure. Uh, it's a, it's a cool looking switch for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think this game's great. Um, and I'm excited to, to get back into it again. I, I was on the fence, but I think this trailer can did, I mean, while we know still next to nothing about this, uh, it still was enough to, to get me more excited than I was before. Um, for sure. So yeah, I, I, it, I'm looking forward to, to finding out more about it. Uh, hopefully, Hopefully soon. Um, I mean, nothing else. We're going to be playing it in just a few weeks. So, um, so that's uh, that's Bowser's Fury. It looks like you guys are pretty excited about it. Uh, and you guys are talking about it in the chat as well. Um, Say so it looked uh, looked pretty awesome. Really excited about the the trailer as well. Uh, then we uh, won another new story uh, that's happened here recently. Um, it looks like uh, Nintendo has uh, started to 
put a little bit of uh, restrictions around developers' uh, prices in the eShop. Um, we knew that before they were having some uh, different uh, things around um, what kind of you know deals that you can place and things like that, but now you apparently cannot price a game under a dollar ninety nine. Um, so that's kind of a, a recent thing. I, I don't know if it's been officially confirmed, but I think it's it's all but confirmed. Um, Nintendo has not necessarily put out a official statement, but it seems like developers are are pretty much saying yes, this is this is true. This is what the case is now. Uh, Barry, what do you what do you think of this change? And uh, and and will it affect the eShop and and uh, developers, especially? Indie developers come moving forward. I'm not a fan of this at all. Um, like I had a lot of fun finding a lot of great games and terrible games for under a dollar um, over the past year. Uh, and some of these developers would be like, "Oh, if you buy one of our games, you get like seven of them for free," and like things like that. It helps smaller developers. It helped people get to see them. And, and not all the games were great, but you know, sometimes it's about that exposure. It's like, here's my first game. It's out here. It the, the sales have stopped, you know, maybe one or two a day. It's trickling. So how can I get more interest? I know. Let's make it free or let's make it really, really cheap. And therefore, when people see this game, maybe they'll see my next game. And, you know, it's, it's very anti-consumer and it's anti-independent developer. Um, because the, the games that were going under $2 were not, you know games from Capcom or, or EA or, you know, Activision. They were independent games that they're just trying to get some more attention. And um, I think this hurts. I, I don't see a reason for it. You know, I, I feel like this is fixing a quote-unquote problem that doesn't exist. It, it, I don't think it hurt anybody um, to have that because Nintendo wasn't the one saying, oh, we're doing it. it the developers chose to or the publishers chose to um, put that deal on. So I don't see this as a good move. I hope this is fixed. I hope this is re redacted. I hope that um, games can go cheaper again because I don't, who wants more you know, expensive games? I mean, <laughs> right. come on. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Greg, what do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely with Barry on this. I think this is a very poor move and very uh, anti-consumer because like, it should be up to the dev what they want to charge for it. If they only want to charge 99 cents, they should be allowed to do so. Some people might not even want to buy it if it has to be for two dollars, and they feel like they it was only like a one dollar game. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It obviously in that kind of sense, it's it pennies and like quarters, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you should be able to charge what you want. You shouldn't have to do that. And then I know everything going down with uh, like Fortnite and Apple and these eShop like rules. So I don't know if that. This rule is more made to benefit Nintendo to say like, hey, now it's two dollars. Now we still get whatever forty cents or something of that, or fifty cents, or half, or fifty percent. I have no idea what that is, but it almost sounds like it's a way for them to make <laughs> more money by forcing them to have a minimum price point. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this: I felt ripped off with Ski Sniper at like the twenty cents that I bought it for. <laughs> if I had to pay two dollars for that, then I would have raged and demanded the money back. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, there are definitely some games that I'm like, really? $1.99? No, no. It's not going to sell at all. It might sell if you can 
you know, have it for 20 cents, but $1.99, you're actually taking sales away from some people uh, because their game is just not that good. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's keep moving uh, on because we, we found out earlier uh, this month uh, that uh, Nintendo's done a little purchasing of their own. Um, not for a dollar ninety nine, uh, for sure. Uh, but they they bought went and bought a bought a game developer, and uh, they bought Next Level Games. So Next Level is, uh, of course, popular for for making games like Mario Strikers, the Luigi's Mansion series, among others. And uh, Nintendo has officially purchased them. the uh, The deal won't go through until around March first, I believe. Uh, but they they've definitely uh, they purchased them. Uh, the uh, their resume, um, as Dave has listed here, uh, if you're wondering, you know, okay, Mario Strikers and Luigi's Mansion, what else? Uh, they've also done uh, the Punch-Out! reboot on Wii. Uh, they did Mar Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, Metroid Prime Federation Force, and, uh, of course, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, and uh, I believe they have some some other ones as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, pretty pretty big purchase for Nintendo. Uh, Greg, what do you, what do you think of this purchase? Is this a good move? And, uh, and, and yeah, what's your thoughts around it? I actually do think it was a pretty good move because I did really enjoy Luigi's Mansion. I mean, you heard I was still playing Luigi's Mansion 3 over holiday break. So you know, I would be more excited for them to already be working on Luigi's Mansion 4 or be focused on driving strikers as much as that, or even picking up and getting their hands um, dirty with other stuff. I mean, I know Metroid Prime Federation Force got a lot of bad rap, and I myself haven't even played it. But if they're willing to try to take that on, maybe they could be behind like a 2D Metroid game or something else like that along those lines. So I'm all for it, and especially with Microsoft having this Bethesda now, it kind of helps that Nintendo as a developer that was mostly Nintendo-focused over the last uh, few console cycles. Hmm. Nice. Uh, Dave says that, yeah, the, the owners and shareholders wanted to sell their shares and just Nintendo bought them out fully. Um, Barry, uh, you think this is, this is good for Nintendo? I think it's, I think it's great for Nintendo. I wish Nintendo would do this more. Uh, I mean, obviously whenever there's an acquisition, uh, it's not just, I want you, I'm buying you end of discussion. Like there's a lot of red tape. There's a lot of deal with the shareholders and of course the studio has to want to sell i mean we, it was that article that came out that microsoft wanted to buy nintendo and nintendo laughed them out of the room so obviously the studio needs to want to be purchased as well um i think it just makes sense for a studio that already pretty much works exclusively with you to you know if you purchase it now you could share more insider ideas you know, it's more, it's not like, oh, you're, you're already doing stuff, but I can't show you what we're working on. I can't give you these ideas because now you could take it and put it to another, you know, another company, another console. But now that you are actually owned by us, now we can, we can communicate more freely. And I think that only betters game development as a whole. And I think Nintendo is one of those that from everything I've heard is, is relatively patient. And, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of studios like to be, you know, with Nintendo, uh, so I think it's great. I'm happy they did it. Uh, you know, I know the sour note is this time last year. We were, you know, just maybe a little bit after we were talking more about Alpha Dream, uh, and everyone's like, "Well, buy Alpha Dream. Why are you letting Alpha Dream die?" Um, obviously, in a case like that, Nintendo still owns the Mario and Luigi 
franchise and a case like this every game that next level has put out for nintendo has been a nintendo ip so it's you know people are like oh now maybe we'll get another strikers there was nothing stopping us from getting another strikers it wasn't next level games not being owned by nintendo at the time you know nintendo owns that ip they can they can do whatever they want with it um now hopefully they will you know put more even more of an effort in uh but who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll be a little less lax. Like, oh, now we're bought. Now we can just kind of, you know, relax a little bit. You know, we, you know, we've got we've got noticed, we got yeah. made. Uh, right. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think this is exciting, and uh, yeah, I'm interested to see see where it takes uh, where it goes from here for sure. Um, I just realized that the next thing on our on our rundown was the indie world uh, showcase. Did we talk about this on our last podcast? I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm like having flashbacks that I think I we might think have. We did um, because I think it actually dropped the same day as our, uh, same, as yeah, our, it dropped Tuesday as our game of the year um, stuff. But I'll just hit it again. Back on uh, December fifteenth, um, there was a Indie World Showcase. Among Us, uh, Spelunky One and Two, and several other games mm-hmm. uh, were shown off. Um, but uh, going back just a, a little further, uh, we found out uh, at the Game Awards. That's uh, a little character uh, named Sephiroth uh, was coming uh, to Super Smash Brothers, and it actually happened on December twenty second. Uh, so Sephiroth actually came to, uh, and there was an opportunity to play earlier with the uh, the challenge and everything like that. Um, so yeah, the, that's officially out there. You guys mentioned um, already uh, playing a little bit of Smash uh, with the character already. Um, very what do you think of the character i mean he plays okay i i did his classic mode i like that his classic is uh is like a boss rush kind of deal and and i did the challenge and all that uh i mean he plays fine Uh, i'm sure the sephiroth fanboys are over the moon um but i am still i understand again I, i understand why they did it i'm still upset about it just from a series representation standpoint Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Greg, did you get a chance to to play uh, as Sephiroth, Sephiroth yet? <laughs> um, well, I haven't purchased the DLC. Oh, but I right. Have plenty of matches. <laughs> I did have plenty of matches against him in online play, and let me tell you that my daughter really hates fighting against him. She's like, <laughs> "Daddy, my character, he's too powerful." Like, like trying to explain to her, it's not about the character; it's about like people using them or just better than us skill-wise. So, <laughs> I mean, we did beat a couple bad ones that we did beat, but um, most parties have been kicking our butts. So hmm. gotcha. it seems like he's pretty good and fun to use. Just doesn't seem like he's quite balanced the right way because there's yeah. a number of attacks I try to hit yeah. him with, and then like he just like shrugs them off, and mm. then he can still like hit me with his, and then it's like really swinging for the fences, and I'm getting knocked like way back. So Yeah. I feel like almost every time they introduce a new character it's unbalanced like one way or the other usually op for a little bit and then they kind of back it off um and and when i when i saw sephiroth i was like "Mm, this is probably going to be another case uh, of that happening again have not got a chance to to play as him as i mentioned earlier um kind of kind of forgot it was happening um because i got caught up in in other games but uh yeah excited to go play as him but similar to barry wish wish we could have got some representation from from other ip but uh yeah we'll see um, i was just talking within the final fantasy ip not even oh, another ip <laughs> that's true as well yeah that's all i'll, I'll come from seven 
Uh, all right, uh, let's move on. Uh, we got uh, more news on Super Nintendo World, even though we can't actually go there. Um, we got more news, and there was a huge uh, showing where where uh, um, sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm blanking on his name right now. This is awful. Uh, Miyamoto. Yeah, Miyamoto. Um, I have <laughs> the next story on my mind, and it was it, his name was still in my head. So Miyamoto uh, kind of took us through uh, Super Nintendo World. Uh, pretty awesome thing. And if you have missed that out, missed out on that, you can definitely check out the the whole video, which I highly recommend uh, you check it out. But you can also check out their website, uh, which is Super Nintendo World dot usj.co.jp just search super nintendo world um and you'll actually be able to go to their website and you can just kind of walk uh do a virtual walkthrough right there on the site which is pretty awesome uh i think one of my favorite things was just seeing uh miyamoto be able to actually like go through this world that he you know thought of years ago when he created uh super mario and and then you know 35 years later to be able to walk through it in real life and and see all of his creation just come to life um that's got to be incredible for him uh so yeah what do you guys think of uh what we saw of super nintendo world and uh you know uh, instead of you know waiting for it to to come to america are are you ready to book your tickets to japan yet what do you think greg <laughs> well, I wish I could go to Japan, but that's definitely not <laughs> likely in our future. So I'll have to patiently wait to, to go to Orlando, our main hotspot for Disney, and definitely take a side tour over there to Universal. But everything they showed was awesome. I'm really excited for the wristband stuff and how they'll be like pseudo amiibos and. Everything my daughter's like, oh, I want the Daisy one. And so she's like, already got it like picked out, like, where to go. <laughs> nice. So I, I don't know. I was really impressed. I mean, I thought that Mario Kart ride looked really fun. Would love to try it out. But obviously, because of COVID, can't, and money constraints can't really exactly just get up and go. So yeah. Yeah. It's eagerly yeah. watching through all the lucky people's eyes. I get to go first. Right. 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 Barry, what do you think about uh, Super Nintendo World? Now we, we've seen a lot more of it. It looks awesome. Um, my biggest concern are the um, like the pipes where it looks very congested, hmm. and uh, I'm worried, especially with COVID, how's that's going to work. Um, but I, while I won't be going to Japan anytime soon, I'm jealous of everybody that does get to go, and uh, looking forward to seeing what they do elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, two other quick uh, notes is that Ask Awada which is what I was actually um, uh, thinking of earlier. Uh, the They had a, the book in, in Japanese uh, that was was out, I think, a couple of years ago, um, kind of in honor of him, kind of includes all the different interviews that he did and and things like that. They collected it all together, um, but there's going to be an English version of that, and it's going to be launching on April 13th, and uh, people are speculating that it will retail for somewhere around $20, maybe a little bit more than that. So that's kind of a, a cool um piece of of nintendo history that we're going to be able to to get soon and also uh just kind of honor awada as well and uh also rumors again that uh apparently there's a nintendo direct coming out soon 
I don't really know. I don't really know if there's much we can really say about that. Um, we've been talking about Nintendo Direct rumors for what, like over a year. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, do you guys, you, you guys have any thoughts around uh, the Askawada uh, book or um, or uh, the Nintendo Direct rumors, Barry? Anything? Uh, I mean, as for the Askawada book, I think that's cool. I, I'd like to see him being preserved. And uh, Nintendo Direct, I, I think all those rumors stem to Nintendo announcing something, which turned out to be the trailer this morning that, that came out this morning. Uh, I do think we're doing Nintendo Direct uh, for sure, um, but I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, yeah, I think the same too. Greg, what do you think? I don't know if we've had a podcast where we haven't mentioned the words uh, Nintendo Direct and Rumor in the same, <laughs> without being in the same sentence. So, like, I mean, Rumor has it, this podcast predicts it, but, I mean, we haven't had a real Direct since. <laughs> we even went to every week, you know, just, just in case, you know, but uh, no, <laughs> maybe we went the wrong way. Maybe we should, like, back off and maybe they'd actually do Directs again. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the Ask a Water book is pretty cool. I'm thinking about trying to order a copy, I think. I don't know for sure yet, but I'd kind of like to have it. Just have another piece of gaming thing around here. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, that's the news. There was a lot of news, uh, surprisingly, uh, over the holiday season. Sometimes it's really a, sometimes a dead zone, but uh, there was actually some cool news that came out over the last several weeks. Uh, but let's move into some predictions. As we look forward to 2021, it's also important that we look back at 2020. And uh, lots of things happened that we did not predict <laughs> at all. None of us. You go back to, uh, I forget what episode it was, but our, our 2020 predictions, none of us said, hey, there's going to be a pandemic this this year. That's what we predict. Um, I guarantee you, none of us said that. Uh, but uh, we did have some predictions. So we thought it'd be fun uh, before we jump into our 2021 predictions uh, to just kind of look back at 2020 and uh, see how badly we really did. Uh, at least that's from my perspective. Uh, maybe you guys did better than I did, uh, but I did very, very poorly. Uh, so Barry, how about you go through, uh, how did you do in your 2020 uh, predictions? I don't, uh, I didn't, I can't find the, the document, but I remember a couple of them and I did terrible. <laughs> I, 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 I am Nostradamus. I am not um, <laughs> terrible. Um, the first one that I know didn't happen is we were going to find out what retro has really been working on these past few years. It's been one that I've done every single year <laughs> and we still have no clue other than Metroid prime four, but, but, but what have they been doing uh, other than that? We still have no idea. So yeah, yeah for sure. Cool. Uh, yeah, Greg, how did, how did you do, uh, based on what you, what you predicted for 2020? Well, I gave myself, um, one and a quarter points cause I got one <laughs> prediction right on the generic level. And then I gave myself a very like small credit cause it kind of relates to it. So my first prediction was saying we'd get four to five characters in smash ultimate and we got four. So that's where I got full credit there. Um, I even had named one of them, which was Violet. So that one was the first one to come out in 2020. And then obviously we had Min Min, Minecraft Steve, and Sephiroth. So obviously I didn't say any of those three because we had no details or anything on that. So 
my original guesses was like Geno, Crash, Monster Hunter. Obviously, none of that stuff turned out to be true, at least up to this point. Um, so, yeah, I gave myself a point at the generic level because I said four to five characters, and then I was just trying to be more Nostradamus at that, <laughs> after that. So I, so I gave myself credit for that one. Nice. Nice. Um, number two, I said, yeah. Number two, I said a new Mario sports game. Um, obviously, we did not get that at all. Um, number three, I said a Fire Emblem remaster. Um, I gave myself a quarter of the point because we got that localization for Fire Emblem One. Um, I know it wasn't not technically a remaster, but I figured since it's kind of like a re like a re-release of an older game, which is kind of similar to like a remaster, bringing it to today. So I. I was like, what the heck? It's not quite a half point, so it was like maybe a quarter <laughs> point, maybe probably even less than that because it's doesn't even really fit remaster. I don't know. I was just trying to feel better about myself. Um, <laughs> number four said uh, the new Zelda game, Oracle games in HD. Definitely didn't get a Zelda game, so can't even try to claim anything there. Um, and the last one I said Mario Kart Nine. Um, I know we have Mario Kart Home home circuit, but that's not quite what I was looking for, and I didn't even want to try to touch uh, partial points on that, because Mario Kart 9 is one of the true sequel and play online, and very similar to the past uh, Mario Kart 7 and 8, and 6, 5, whatever. So, nice. that's why I said one and a quarter points, maybe one if you just want to round that down. But, <laughs> yeah, I listened to the podcast for my predictions, I couldn't find my documents, so that's why I've got precise info Nice. Nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, I also did not do that well. I already told you guys that. Um, one that I, I for sure got uh, correct was that I said there will be no Switch Pro at all. Um, I said that we were waiting for the new system until uh, 2021. Um, so I guess, you know, it's it's still yet to be determined about that part, but, uh, at least 2021. Um, so I think that, that was one of my safe bets. Uh, that was a safe prediction. And at least I got that right. Um, I also said that there's going to be at least one big Microsoft property coming to switch that, uh, that we didn't have already. Uh, we didn't get the big one. We got some small ones, um, like Ori. That, I'm really excited about that, but I wouldn't classify it as the big one. I actually, I think I remember uh, saying it was something like Halo. Um, <laughs> that, that did not happen. Um, kind of in line, though, I said that we get one new Smash, Bear, uh, Smash character would be Master Chief. But we got Minecraft Steve. So, hey. At least it's a Microsoft property. So it was kind of in the same idea, but it wasn't quite Halo uh, character. But uh, oh well. Um, also said that uh, Breath of the Wild 2 would release uh, last year. And we've been enjoying that game for several months now. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, we still don't know anything about that. And uh, I did say that the Switch UI would finally get an update to include themes and folders, and that is not the case at all. So uh, I think I, I got a solid point. Uh, maybe I'll throw in, uh, you know, a, a tenth of a point uh, for for the Smash character because uh, you know it was it was it was in that direction, but it wasn't you know quite the character that I definitely did jump on, but. Um, but uh, but also round down and got one, so <laughs> not too good this year, guys. Not too good. But it's a new year, so let's talk about 
2021 predictions. Uh, so if you guys are uh, new to the podcast, uh, this is how we do predictions, very similar to our game of the year. Uh, we just kind of go around the circle, uh, share one prediction each. We have five predictions that we're going to be uh, sharing about 2021. Um, we're just here to have fun around this. Uh, we have no idea. Of course, you just heard how we did about 2020. We have no idea what's going to happen this year. Some of these are going to be uh, largely speculatory. Some of they're going to be safe bets. Uh, maybe the, some of them are just things that we really want really bad. And we uh, have made them a prediction because we want them that bad. Um, it's kind of a fun discussion. So uh, be sure to show share some of your predictions in the chat or uh, down in the comments later as well. Uh, but uh, Greg, let's go to you first. So I'll go Greg, Barry, me, and we'll kind of go in that order as we go through our uh, five predictions. So Greg, start us off. All right. Well, I guess following up on your... Um... 2021, my first one was actually like regarding the Switch Pro. So I'm feeling that these, all these rumors and stuff we've been talking about since July, that it's going to point to something. I don't know when, but I feel like there might be some sort of like even like a teaser thing that is shown before the end of the year. Because to me, it's more sounding like it's going to actually be a successor than a newer model. But I guess we'll. Wait and see about that. So I was just thinking at least a successor, some type of announcement. Probably not release, but just something along those lines. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, right. I'll hold off my thoughts um, until I come around him. <laughs> yeah. And my, my first one was also the Switch Pro, um, which I, I, I think I talked about last last year as well. Uh, my prediction is that we'll, we'll get it this year. Um, it's going to be an iteration. It's going to be, you know, 4K or at least upscaled. It's going to be fully backwards compatible. Um, but I'm going to go bolder, and I'm going to say that the launch date for the Switch Pro is going to be March 26th, and it's going to la launch alongside Monster Hunter Rise, Balan, Wonder World, and possibly a Nintendo title that hasn't been announced yet, or we one that we just don't know the date. So they're going to redeem March, huh? <laughs> They're gonna redeem March. Hey, Mar March is when the Switch originally launched. March is when like the new 3DS XL launched. Um, so it's not uncommon for them to launch something in March. Okay. Okay. And um, New Horizons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I am also going to say that the Switch Pro is going to come out this year. <laughs> it was is my first <laughs> prediction as well, number one on the list. Um, and agree with you guys. I think it's it's going to be the enhanced version. It's not going to be a brand new system necessarily. It's going to be you know backwards compatible, um, enhanced versions of games, things like that. Um, I, I would go as far to say that I think it's probably the majority. I would maybe not. I think the the console itself will be enhanced, but I think there will also be an enhanced dock. I think that's that's the direction that makes a lot of sense um, for you know beef beef up the the console itself in handheld mode, mode, but let the dock do the rest when you when you go into the TV to bump it up to 4K um, and you know hopefully maybe even 120 frames per second or something like that would be would be awesome. Um, so uh, cool, that's really wishful thinking. 120 frames a second too. That's, wow. Like I said, these are not only predictions. This is my wishes, um, mostly for Rocket League, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> but I would say um, I like your prediction, Barry. I didn't write this down, but but since you threw a date in there, I'll I'll go I'll go different, and I'm gonna say holiday. I think they're gonna hold out for holiday. Um, I think I think March makes a lot of sense. 
if we weren't going through all the pandemic and stuff like that, I think that's going to, that's, that's put a halt on their, their ability to, to get through this faster. Maybe their original date was March, but I'm going to say they're now shooting for holiday um, just because it, it's, it's a little slower right now. So. Yeah. That's when I was guessing the teaser or at least announcement would be around like leading up to the holidays, like September, October. And then if it did release holiday, it definitely does make sense to me. If I were to narrow it down. Greg, how about your number two? Well, seeing as Dixon uh, was already starting to mention in the chat, um, I'll move up my number five up to my number two. I was going to actually say that Pikmin 4 is probably actually going to exist at some point this year. Um, I feel like they usually like to do like these like, collections or at least like, like updates of previous games, and which would Pikmin 3 Deluxe. And I've heard and seen that's really selling very well in Japan. So I'm really thinking that I think this year we'll finally see and probably play Pikmin 4. I couldn't be more excited because I actually really enjoyed my time with the demo for 3 Deluxe and still looking to get my copy of the game. Nice. All right. Cool. All right. I think Nintendo is going to come out of nowhere and just put out a little video. And we're going to click it, and it's going to be a celebratory video for Metroid's 35th anniversary. And they are going to try to pass off Metroid Prime Trilogy as the big thing for the 35th anniversary. It's going to be a straight port of the Wii version. Uh, bare bones. They're going to ignore all other titles. At, and maybe they'll throw in an update on Metroid Prime 4, but it's still not coming out this year. And they're going to pass it off as, look, we love Metroid. All right. All right. So Metroid Prime Trilogy is coming, but that's that's it, basically. Like, that's the that's the that's big celebration. I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. <laughs> see, see when, when doing this, I'm often wrong. So that's why <laughs> I want these to all be wrong. Reverse psychology on the predictions this year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If it so works like work that. For the retro thing, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. Uh, I was going to see if I can have some that, that ties in with what you guys said, but it, I don't really. So I'm just going to go straight down the list. Um, I do not think that Breath of the Wild 2 will uh, come out until next year for sure. I'm actually going to like jump ahead and say holiday 2022. That's what I'm, I'm going for. Like it's far down, far down the year, um, almost at this point, two years away from, from us playing Breath of the Wild 2. I think it's not even a chance at all. Um, maybe, maybe we'll get another teaser, but it's going to say holiday 2022. That's, that's what I think. I don't like it. That one stings. I don't like I it. I hope you're wrong. But there. I also hope I'm wrong. But I don't know. Yeah. All right, Greg, on to number three. All right. For, yeah, for number three, I guess I should continue the Zelda thing. Um, the, it also kind of ties in a little bit to Barry. It's also um, Link and Zelda's 35th anniversary next year. So I feel like they usually have role the, the fancy red carpet for Zelda games in the past, especially for North America, just because how much we love the series. So I'm, I have prefaced this with like an or statement. So please don't think we're getting everything that I'm hoping for. 
My first option was going to be a two-pack that has the Wind Waker and Pilot Princess HD. And then I, or, and then I'm thinking there could be a, a collection of Zelda games, and that would be the Oracle games and Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Then as their uh, Bowser's Fury version to have an HD Skyward Sword released. It's also the 10th year anniversary for that game as well. And then to cap off Zelda's thing, Breath of the Wild 2 for holiday next year. Okay. Okay. So I'm going big and bold with Zelda. You're going big and bold, and I'm going to kind of echo you. I also uh, talked about the Zelda 35th anniversary. <clears throat> I think Nintendo's going to come out with their you know, big, big chest, like, look at us. We love Zelda, and you love Zelda. And it's the 35th anniversary, so here's what we're going to give you. We're going to give you Wind Waker HD Wii U port, $59.99. We're going to give you Twilight Princess HD Wii U port, $59.99. We're going to give you Skyward Sword, bare bones, maybe upscaled a little bit from the Wii, $59.99. All released separately. We're not going to do anything else, and we're going to throw a teaser for Breath of the Wild 2, and it's coming next year, as in 2022. Um, and that's it. And happy 35th Zelda and, and maybe a Zelda 30, either a Zelda 35 or they're going to do like they did with Fire Emblem. They're going to do this nice collection for the NES Zelda with the download code, because that's all we want is download codes <laughs> for a Yay. limited time, for a limited time only, <laughs> only sold in Nintendo New York. Yes. Yes. During a pandemic. It's been put on like a black cartridge instead of the gold cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work in your NES. Uh, well, I think you went from uh, <clears throat> not very likely to probably likely. Uh, <laughs> may also call Nintendo that one a safe point. one. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I think, let's see, we're going to go in a different direction here. I think Nintendo is going to, I think we've only seen the beginning of what they did when they bought next level games. And I think they're going on a, a little bit of a buying spree. I think they're going to pick up at least one more second or third party studio this year. I don't know who it's going to be. Um, but I I have some thoughts. Um, and and completely honest with you, it just... You know, maybe that those names in your head, just similar to Miyamoto earlier, it just like floated away. Uh, back. It's back. I think possibly if I'm gonna if I'm gonna step out and I'm, not, I'm gonna be bold, I think they may, even though it doesn't quite make sense, they may go after platinum. So I think uh, that if they they got next level, I think platinum may be the next one that's uh, it's on their list. But at, at least one more uh, studio. And uh, if I were to be as bold, I think I think platinum is is the next on the list. All right, Greg, time for number four. Right. So since uh, we did kind of reference uh, Fire Emblem, I kind of need to throw in my obligatory uh, Fire Emblem prediction. Um, this time I'm keeping it more generic so I don't get partial credit. <laughs> um, I'm going for a new Echoes game, like in that series, how they're kind of remastering older titles. I have a feeling it could be either Binding Blade that was released on the Game Boy Advance or even... Uh, and I'm also adding that or statement to have like an English translation of an existing game. 
and I was thinking of more along lines of gene genealogy of the Holy War because that was like Fire Emblem Four, and that was one obviously America did not get as well. So like we have the first one localized, the second one Gaiden was remade as uh, um, Shadows of Valencia, and then now we are on to genealogy of the Holy War. And I was thinking that Echoes makes sense for Binding Blade because that was kind of like America's first uh, Fire Emblem game. So. So uh, I'm going to echo you, Steve. I actually wrote down um, after Next Level Games that they were going to open up their wallet and buy at least, I said at least two more studios. I, I went above and there. Uh, Platinum was my number one pick. Uh, Grasshopper Studios was my number two. Um, obviously, making No More Heroes. They've, they've been really close with Suda51. So um, I think those are two highly likely. Um, now, if I wanted to do a third, Boulder, like, dream like make it happen sega nintendo because there was rumors that sega was thinking about you know putting themselves up for sale and i think it would be so poetic if nintendo bought sega because not only would that make that rivalry all under the same house you know on the same roof but that also means they buy atlas and mm. and i think that is a huge huge get to get sega and atlas in there that 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 would be ginormous. Like that would that would be amazing. So that's my pipe dream one. I uh, don't expect it, but I would love it. But uh, that's my prediction. Nice, nice. Yeah, I think those are. That'd be cool. Like it'd be really weird, really weird if Nintendo bought Sega. But it'd be cool. But so weird. <laughs> like, I know. My entire childhood would just be like, ah, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it'd be a complete possibility given like what we said very early on in the podcast. But what if Nintendo bought Microsoft? <laughs> I know, right? To like flip it on. <laughs> that, that's impossible. <laughs> See, the difference is Microsoft is worth a lot more than Nintendo even has. has. Microsoft uh, games, you know. <laughs> Sega, Sega, Sega is different. You know? Yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't think the amount of money exists to buy Microsoft. I would just find it funny if like Nintendo were to right. buy Microsoft. Like, <laughs> you tried to buy us, we're buying you. Take right. that. <laughs> but again, again, they would have to want to, and there's no reason they would want to. Yeah, and plus, they already have a working relationship. <laughs> All right, uh, I am. Uh, here's my game prediction. I only made really one actual uh, game prediction. I guess I, I made Breath of the Wild, but it wouldn't come out. But here's a game that I think is going to come out. I'm holding out. This is a hope as well. Um, I think we're going to see a new Star Fox game uh this year on switch um and it's a good one this time they've learned their lesson they realized <laughs> that the fans hated what they did uh with zero and they're actually going to come out uh with a good quality uh star fox game this year and and dare i say it it's also going to incorporate a good online mode um for for dog fights and stuff like that um i think they're gonna they're gonna see uh what um starlink did and they're gonna say you know what we can we can do it better with an actual Star Fox game, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna actually put it out. They've probably been working on it for you know a couple years already, and uh, we're actually gonna see that this year. So and I don't I I don't I don't want I, it's probably gonna happen. It's just gonna be a zero port, but I don't want it at all. Like I want them to come up with a new story, Z and, like something like that. Like because it's just a zero like, port would be hard though. I right like they'd have to, like they'd have to redo the game. Yeah. yeah, but I but I could see them doing that 
and essentially if they did, it'd just be the same thing. It's the same story they've been telling over and over and over again. I, I want to like head in a different, different direction, make an actual sequel, an actual prequel, whatever it is, but let's make it a new new Zelda game. You mean Star Fox, Zelda. not Zelda. I mean, sorry, sorry. I'm looking at I'm looking at all our shirts. <laughs> they threw me off. Sure. I keep looking at things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Starbucks yeah. showed up in the Legend of Zelda. That's quite Maybe a that's the big <laughs> prediction. It's a crossover between Zelda and Star Fox. <laughs> oh, God. It's called Smash Brothers. There you go. Done. <laughs> All right, Greg. Wrap us up with your number five. I think something that we haven't really mentioned on this podcast that actually had heard... Um, Elsewhere, I forgot exactly where, otherwise, to give them proper credit. Um, it's actually Donkey Kong's 40th anniversary next year. So, I'm thinking that there's probably going to be a sequel to Tropical Freeze. Yeah. Uh, the Donkey Kong games had like a trilogy Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3. And then we had Returns and Tropical Freeze. I think it's time to wrap up the third game in the series. Um, I did have a little side note that I guess they might be. Going out on the cheap side, we'll go. Here's a Mario vs. Donkey Kong game. So I do have that listed on my prediction. I at least would like to have that reference in the podcast that I, even if they didn't go full on actual Donkey Kong game, that I would take a mini game collection thing for or a small bundle game like the Mario vs. DK. Okay. Small series. Nice. All right. Uh, for my last prediction, since I am not doing the retro thing this year, I'm done. I'm not. No point in predicting it. It's it, never it doesn't happen. go along with the Greg's prediction right there. Is <laughs> the next the next Donkey Kong? No, no, no. It mean, could be that very well could be, but I'm not doing it this year because every time I, I I do it, they don't say anything. So I'm not doing it this time because maybe they'll say something. Um, instead, I'm going to another studio that Nintendo does own, and that's Monolith Soft. I think this year we're going to see the next big thing that they're working on. Hopefully it's Xenoblade 3. And to tide us over until that comes, we're going to get a Xenoblade X port from the Wii U, an enhanced port. Not not the Xenoblade 1 treatment where they remade the whole game, but like an enhanced port with, you know, maybe some little things they wanted to add in and maybe some some ties. Maybe we'll get like a future connected kind of add-on. Maybe, maybe tie it more together with the other games, but... That's my prediction. Nice, nice. Plus Rain Fury, right? <laughs> Plus. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, all right, cool. Uh, for my number five, uh, I'm going to go kind of a two-in-one. Um, I think that uh, we are not going to see N64 games come to the Nintendo online service, but we will see Game Boy Advance games. I think uh, I think they're they're going to omit N64. If any of those games come at all, it's going to be just a regular eShop game, like a port of it you can download or something like that. I don't think they're coming to the eShop or the the uh, you know um, on demand kind of service that they have there. Um, but I do think we're going to see the GBA games uh, show up in uh, in one of those. Uh, Pretty soon, maybe maybe around March, maybe to be their kind of E three kind of thing, um, similar to last year when the you know SNES uh, dropped. Was that last year or year before? Uh, I think it was the year before. Two years um, ago. Yeah, 
So I think it was actually one of my predictions that year. Um, so maybe, maybe by prediction again, I'm going to get this correct and say, uh, yeah, we've we've not seen really any new systems, you know, in two years. Let's let's see the GBA games. Um, I'd love if other systems came on there too, but I think we're I think it's safe to say that the GBA games are the next one that's going to be be coming to uh, Nintendo Switch Online. So, yeah, that's uh, that's our predictions. Uh, who knows? <laughs> what's going to happen this year uh if if 2020 has taught us anything um it's that we have no idea what is going to be happening whatsoever um but uh as we kind of wrap up our discussion uh, about looking forward to 2021 um i'd love to just kind of get some some thoughts around uh, what games that we know are coming out this year that you're excited about um so we don't really know a whole lot <laughs> um there are a lot of games that we've speculated and we predicted uh that would come out this year but uh, of the games that we do know that are coming out this year which ones are you guys the most uh excited about uh getting your hands on greg any uh any games that you're excited about yeah there's at least two but then i have like a caveat for like a asterisk next to the other two because i don't know if it's going to be this year but they're also more like indie style games that those two are so the first two that we definitely know is definitely bravely Vault two um definitely excited to continue that after playing the first two games on 3ds and then obviously i haven't said this enough yet but super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury definitely excited to play that one as well so my two indie games that I don't know if are coming out this year or not that don't have a release date listed was the Hollow Knight Silk Song. I really enjoyed the Hollow Knight game on uh, Switch, so that was really fun there. And also Axiom Verge 2, which was announced at some point. And I remember really enjoying the first one there and would also definitely look forward to the sequel for that one. So I don't know if those last two are coming out this year. I think it's possible, but... We never really get updates on these things, so that's why I would list it as potential, but I don't know for sure without more information. Yeah, cool, cool. Barry, how about you? All right, uh, so for me, I've got a list of, of ones that we do know, and then like like Greg, a few that we don't have an actual date. Um, and as I, I alluded to earlier, February is gonna be a busy month for me. That's why I'm trying to do my Devil May Cry uh, marathon in January, because February just does not let up it starts on the second literally two days into the month groundhog's day ease nine comes out i'm so looking forward to that i love the ease series and uh really looking forward to seeing how this one uh plays and and, and how it goes uh then as greg alluded to on february 12th was uh mario 3d world with bowser's fury uh i'm not sure if i'll do mario 3d world again but i will definitely be checking out the bowser's fury mode uh then uh, give a little bit of time until February 23rd when Persona 5 uh, Strikers comes out. Uh, Persona 5 Royal was one of my game of the years last year, and I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing how uh, the follow-up is. And uh, I don't get much time to do that because on February 26th is Bravely Default 2. Uh, love the Bravely series, have always loved it since it came out, and uh, really excited for this one. So that that's just February, like insane. <laughs> Uh, March, thankfully, only have right now one, which is on March 26th, which is Bow and Wonderworld. Uh, just that game has just ever since it was shown off, it just hooked me. I really want to give this a try. I really want to see what it's about, and I'm hoping it's good. Uh, I love the creative team behind it. 
Uh, and then I have a few titles that we have that little asterisk. You know, we don't actually have a release date and they could not come out this year. Uh, of course, Breath of the Wild 2, um, for, should, provided that comes out. Uh, Bayonetta 3, again, provided. Uh, and then Tales of Arise. Uh, love the Tales of series. Fantastic, uh, fantastic series of uh, JRPGs. And uh, it's been a while since Arise was announced, so we're all hoping for 2021. And speaking of fantastic JRPGs, Final Fantasy 16. Um, hopefully that gets a release in 2021. Uh, but uh, I'm always interested to see what they do with that. And I hope it's better than 15. That's all I have to say. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, you know, one of the, I was looking at you know the list of, of games earlier, and um, and one of the things that uh, I realized, and you guys definitely confirmed it, is that we know uh, several RPGs that are coming out this year, but that's that's about all we really know. And so, as I was looking through the list, I was like, these are these are great games, but it's just games that I don't play anymore because um, it's just a lack of time. Uh, but they're all fantastic games. So the the one the I have I have one and kind of a, a quarter of of a game uh, that I actually wrote down was Bowser Fury, um, which is funny because I I do remember. I think talking about on a previous podcast when we found out about this game and I was like, eh, I don't really know. You know, I played that game before. I'm not really sure. Um, but that trailer really convinced me that I was like, no, this, this is a great game and I I'm excited to get back into it and especially, you know, figure out what the, this, uh, this new mode is all about. Um, and then the other kind of a quarter of a game is really an addition, um, that, uh, I kind of forgot about, uh, until recently that, uh, all those, uh, Mario items are being added to animal crossing very soon. Is that also March? So, you know, March is not all yeah, bad. So, you know, you know, some games are dying in March, but some things are some things are good in March. So <laughs> like uh, like Mario items come to Animal Crossing. So that might be one of those things that kind of get me back into it uh, and playing, you know, more than just, you know, uh, you know, a little bit every week. Uh, maybe I'll actually get into uh, to playing that on a regular basis to, to make sure I get all the Mario items and stuff like that. So. But uh, yeah, just like you guys, like there's other games that, you know, if Breath of the Wild 2 comes out this year, which I don't think it's going to. Um, yeah, that's definitely something I'm excited uh, about for sure. Um, and same with some of those other games as well, um, like uh, Metroid Prime 4 and stuff like that. Um, Roth just joined us. He's pointing out our Zelda shirts on. Uh, yeah, we we totally uh, coordinated that. No, not at all. Um Looking through the chat as well, uh, looks like uh, kind of going back to some of the predictions. Uh, Jakester has a feeling that Metroid Prime Four is also 2022. Um, 2022. Uh, Jake also said that he agrees um, that uh, Nintendo is going to be uh, buying either Platinum or Mercury Steam. Um, and then uh, Roberto talked about how uh, Nintendo by acquiring Platinum would be amazing. Um, and then, uh, also talked about, Jakester talked about the, the giant leap of, of buying Sega, but, uh, yes, we know it's a giant leap, but it would be crazy. Um, and kind of cool a little bit. Uh, Jakester also pointed out that, that the, what's going to happen is the new Star Fox game is probably going to be Adventures 2. Um, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. And that's how it's going to cross over with Zelda. Done. Uh, <laughs> It's already written for you, Nintendo. Just fill in the gaps. Um, and uh, let's see. We have any other predictions there? Um, yeah, I think that's that's about it uh, for you guys' predictions. But yeah, we'd love to, to keep hearing your predictions. So throw them in the comments down below. Throw them in our, our uh, Discord as well. We would love to see what you guys are thinking about what's going to happen uh, for 2021. Have some fun. 
because yeah, of course we have no idea, but have some fun with that. Um, uh, before we look into what's coming out over the next uh, week, we just want to remind you guys, if you have not joined our discord, uh, please be sure to do that. Um, we have all the, the link to, to join that in our description down here below, uh, on YouTube, but also in our show notes and on the screen right now, if you're watching the video version. Um, and then also want to just say, uh, if you haven't yet, uh, followed us on social media, just be sure to do so at Nintendo fuse. We'd love to have you guys follow us there. And if you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, uh, the podcast app of choice, all those different things. Be sure to do that. Be sure to like this video. Uh, be sure to hit the bell so you can be alerted every time we post a new video. Um, all those different things. But uh, let's jump into what's coming out over this next week for our next podcast. And we actually have uh, several several games in there. Um, and, and Nintendo actually changed up their website. Now it's like top to bottom. Uh, recent release. I don't know what they're doing. They keep changing it all up. Um, but uh, yeah, a few games are, are coming out. Uh, a game that I, I don't know how it passed the board, uh, Space Aliens Invaders. It is a Space Invaders clone. I don't know how they even got that to pass, but Space Alien Invaders uh, is, is coming out uh, on the 13th, so tomorrow. Um, also, uh, you know, a couple other, you know, great looking games like Table Soccer, Foosball, and galactic trooper armada and 16-bit soccer um but uh you know what i'm seeing steve i'm seeing a lot of games that should be under a dollar right are now at 4.99 <laughs> yes very very true right four in a row i mean come on 5.99 no one's gonna pay 5.99 for that but uh but a little game's coming out in a couple days that uh people might want to pick up that is more than a dollar ninety nine. Uh Scott Pot so yeah, I can't talk. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, uh the game, complete edition, coming out on January fourteenth for fourteen ninety nine. Barry, I know you're excited about that one uh being digital only, right? <laughs> no, it's not digital only. Didn't you hear uh, Limited Run Games announced it goes oh, for pre-order this Friday? Did they? Okay. I knew we were yep. we were speculating Physical it might happen. Friday. Nice. Yeah, right, this Friday go. goes up for pre-order. But that's also one I actually do have it digitally. I do have it on the Xbox. So okay. I can play it right now if I want. Cool, cool. Um, but uh, yeah, the next next podcast episode uh, will be on the 19th. So we got a, a few games uh, that are coming out over this next week. Uh, other than Scott Pilgrim, there's nothing like really, really big that I saw. Uh, anything that you guys are, are really looking forward to? Or will you be instead kind of going back to the backlog and kind of clearing it as much as you can before all these new games come out? Greg, what do you think? Yeah, none of these were... Really sticking out to me. Um, you heard I was had quite a list, and a number of them were on like older systems like Wii U, Wii, and GameCube. So I'm expecting that it's probably going to be more or less the same over the next uh, few weeks. I mean, I really hope to get into um, the games I just have cut for Christmas, which I haven't even opened yet. So I hope those have one of them opened and some time logged against it. But just have to see where everything plays out. It might just be still playing Wars Platoon and Smash Brothers and rehashes of yesteryear's games. <laughs> nice, nice. Barry, how about you? What are you going to be looking forward to over the next week? Uh, yeah, I'm just... My plan is to go through the Devil May Cry uh, the rest of the series uh, 4, 5, and, and DMC. I don't know if I'll finish it by next week, um, but my goal is to finish those three games by the 2nd. Um, of February, 
uh, and we'll see from there because I still have Final Fantasy fourteen and Dragalia and other stuff to to do. But that's that's my main goal. Nice, nice. Um, myself, yeah, I'll be looking at some some old games when I want to finish up Ori. Um, also, want to uh, get back to Hyrule Warriors, um, and the same for. Um, uh, oh, uh, I'm blanking on the other game. Shoot, what was the game that I'm Immortals? Immortals. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, get back to the finish up Immortals at some point too. Um, probably won't have enough time to to do all of that this week, but uh, maybe maybe one of those games I'll I'll have finished by uh, by next week. Maybe two if we can find some extra time. Um, but kind of glad that there's no like big games coming out over this next week uh, to you know complicate all of that. So it gives me a little more time to to go back and, and finish uh, all those games that I have in my backlog. Um, but uh, yeah, like we said, next episode is going to be uh, next week on uh, January 19th. So back to our weekly schedule for now um, after the holiday season and everything. Uh, but if you have not, again, subscribed, uh, if you haven't also checked out our uh, YouTube channel and see when we have uh, Barry, you had a pretty awesome interview recently over the holiday break yes. uh, with someone. Tell us about that and why people should go check out that video. Uh, yeah, so I uh, was able to do an industry talk uh, with Thomas Much from Much Games. Uh, and what's cool is not only does he have his own YouTube where he builds these really cool Mario Kart live tracks, like insanely detailed Mario Kart live tracks. Uh, definitely worth checking his channel out just for that. But he also uh, winds up doing some really cool work uh, as his, his day job where he gets to do the machinery and the innards to a lot of uh pieces that you see in like Disneyland and even Super Nintendo World as well as some of the stuff that was shown off at E3 2019 from Nintendo and uh, some of those really cool things from the booth uh, he did and it's a really cool talk he's a really really great guy and I do recommend it for sure yeah absolutely yeah it was it was so cool like barry sent me on sent me the interview and i remember it was like oh yeah i did this thing and you know we can do it over the holiday season i'm like okay cool and everything i had no idea who this guy was and i'm so glad that that we got uh we got that interview and it was really cool to uh to watch to edit and uh hope you guys enjoy that and be sure to head over to to thomas's uh channel as well it's much games um and uh it's just Really, really, really great guy and really, really talented guy. Um, he's He's got some really cool uh, stories and things that he's been able to work on. So be sure to check that out for sure. Um, Greg, Barry, it's been awesome again to get back into the saddle and, and talk about games with you guys on the podcast. Uh, it's been awesome to interact with you guys in the live chat as well. Again, if you haven't done so yet, please join our Discord so we can keep ch chatting in between episodes. But uh, but until we, we talk again next week on the podcast, uh, happy gaming, everybody. Mm -hmm.